The following program deals with themes of love, romance, then bickering and deep disappointment. Any comparisons to The Bachelor are purely coincidental. The advice on this show is general in nature. We can't account for your individual circumstances. For advice on your own circumstances, see the professionals. For advice on your love life, don't ask us. This is a finance show. Duh. Do you remember when we first got together? And we had no money. And we'd have to keep borrowing $5 off, off each other. <laughs> You've met someone. And they're the one. Oh, you're so in love. So you overlook the boring things like what assets they bring to the relationship or their debt because you're too busy planning weekends away and what wine you'll drink over dinner and what you're going to name your babies. (laughs) And then you find yourself ten years down the track over the kitchen table thinking maybe we should have talked about this. Yeah. All right, let's like, not have a fight about it, but right. what specifically is the most recent example of me spending Not even recent, consulting? but like say, well, you know, you spent like that $500 on Dusty's dog bed and you're like, oh, yeah. this is a... But I consulted with you. You know, you said, I'm going to do it. It was a very comfortable beanbag and I was heavily pregnant. It's only become the dog bed, but it wasn't intended as a dog bed. I wasn't spending I $500 I said on a dog you, bed. I was like, the second I'm you pregnant said, and I want to... I'm going to buy this. I said, yeah, you're going to use it once and it's going to be Dusty's dog bed. I think you're... You tell me I'm a bit bossy. Yeah, you can be a bit. in every area of life. You can be a bit uh, controlling. Financial problems are the third highest cause of relationship breakdowns in Australia. And I hate to say this, but we talk to a lot of women who are happy to let their partner take the reins. Enough. We've got to get on the horse ourselves. We've got to take the reins. Like... Make an extra set of reins if you need to. Everybody should be taking the reins. I'm Claire Hooper and this is The Pineapple Project, the podcast that makes you better at money. So, how do you have a functioning financial relationship with someone you love? And if you both have really different ideas about money, how are you going to handle that? Nicole Heels is all about women stepping up. I love helping women with their finances. My uh, mission statement is teaching women to be clever with money so they can relax and enjoy their lives. I went to visit her in her downtown office. She wears massive Elton John rock star spectacles. She has a punky haircut. She radiates a vibe of, I'm amazing and I've got my shit together. I want her on my side. I want to know everything she knows. The first thing she tells me about love and money is that, well, she's single. I like being single, you know. I don't want to have somebody telling me what to do when I'm, I, I like being <laughs> by myself. <Shall> I? <laughs> so, <Thank> cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Nicole doesn't beat around the bush. She says you need to be thinking about the end right from the beginning. You should consider a relationship a little bit like a business partnership or any other sort of partnership that you need to have an exit strategy if something goes wrong. And it's much easier to have that strategy in place when you're happy than when you're trying, you know, you're sort of trying to dissolve a relationship or a partnership and everybody's kind of emotive about it. So it's much easier to have a conversation like that. So because I think it's realistic, it's, it's you know, it's not particularly romantic, but it's realistic, you know. 
as a lot of times in in a woman's life that she will be single whether she wants to be or not and what I'm trying to do is make sure that at those times in your life you don't feel completely overwhelmed with the finances as well as emotions and everything else so I want you to have some foundations and some real safety nets around your situation so that you can just um, enjoy where you are with what you've got. Forget romance, this is money. Nicole says that if you're in a relationship, you should get upfront sooner rather than later. Like, you know, don't leave it a, <laughs> a decade. Like some people I know. Uh, I would say that if you're going to start living with someone and have a relationship with them, that you would want to be pretty upfront with all of those things because you are really going to be inheriting either their, their wealth or their debt. and it, it all becomes one. So... You want to be pretty um, aware of what you're getting into. So you need to sort of think about, are you a spender? Um, Is your partner a saver? Are you both savers? Are you both spenders? You know, you need to have that sort of conversation. Is somebody a hoarder? Is somebody, you know, and I think you need to, because money is such an integral part of your lifestyle. I mean, it, it defines your lifestyle. You know, your values and your, and, and your resources define your lifestyle. So if you can't come to some kind of an arrangement and understanding of both sides of that equation, then you're sort of running a bit blind, I think. So I asked Nicole, how do you put those good team money practices in place? How do you get on the same page? Having a joint bank account and then having separate bank accounts and having a joint bank account that you have specific rules around that you are both completely aware of and you know you you know what you're doing with that money and then you could have a slush fund each you know or or like a a spending fund that you can do what you want you know your partner might want to play golf or go to football or go to the cricket you might want to have a massage you might want to go out with your girlfriends you might whatever so something that you've got a little bit of individuality with and then and a joint personality account Mm. do you recommend that people have a secret savings account i don't recommend it particularly having secrets, I think it's good to have a separate account. Whether it needs to be a secret account is a different thing. So I asked Nicole, what's the thing you see women get wrong all the time? So money mistake number one would be giving up the power of your financial independence. So you need to look after yourself financially. I mean, you can have a joint bank account and you can have joint assets, but you still need to cover yourself. You need to do that and not give up, not expect somebody else to look after you financially. We talk a lot about how there is still culturally a tendency for women to let the man look after the finances. But you see same-sex couples as well. Do people naturally fall into those patterns of one partner taking the load? Yeah, I think, well, I do feel that that is, um, it does seem to be a yeah power thing in a relationship. So it can be two girls, it can be a guy and a girl, it can be two guys. If you have a d- dominant personality type in the relationship then and you're not that person, then maybe you need to make sure you're protecting yourself and having those conversations. Ooh, don't you want to know how other people deal with all this joint financial stuff? I'm Nikita. I'm Danny. Uh, we've been married for, for five years. Four and a half to be exact. Nikita and Danny have one kid and two very different money styles. Nikita's attitude to money is rubbish. She's not good with her finances, so um, <clears throat> if she gets paid, she's either at Kmart or she's online, ASOS, boo rubbish with money. I would describe Danny's attitude on money as very different to mine. 
He is very calculated. He is very accountable. He knows where everything goes. Yeah. Like he actually knows where everything goes. Big brother. Okay, so we spent like $2.90. He's like, yeah, I know where that is. Like I know what that was. Yeah, I do. See? Like $2.90. Who keeps track of $2.90 in November? $4.45 at Macca's in the morning at 4.45. See? Like that's insane. This is in November. Let's just say that's in November. (laughs) Like that's last year. Yeah, but you could have made a coffee at home. Oh, my Lord. I get frustrated with Danny's attitude with money because he he doesn't budge. Like he is so set on his mind that there's some money there. He just doesn't understand. It's okay to dip in. Like we can afford to go on holidays. Like it's fine. You can relax. You know, we work hard. We can enjoy it. It's cool. So the thing about Nikita and Danny is they are so opposite and yet they make it work. We make it work by compromise, understanding. At the end of the day, we don't spend we don't spend out of our means and that's in all honesty, we don't. We still have money saved, we still put money away. We don't sacrifice frivolous things for like food or bills. Like everything is always paid. Danny always yeah. ensures Food's paid, bills are paid, there's money in the savings, and I just play with what's left over. <laughs> but that's how we make it work. Like, you, you are very good at making sure yeah. the, the basic fundamentals of life, food, water, heat, paid for. Oh, yeah. I make sure the fundamentals in Nikita's world, hairdresser, nails, Kmart, yeah. is also looked after. Sometimes it gets heated, I'm not going to lie. It's never like fluffy, dog, fluffy you know. Fluffy clouds and butterflies and puppy dogs. It's never like mm. he's never, you know, oh, dull. But sometimes he's like, look, you need to like, pay attention. And sometimes he tries to make me look at a budget on a spreadsheet. Yeah, so he wants <laughs> wants a joint account. Now that's the new thing. He wants a joint account, which I'm There's fine with. There's just too many accounts to just go through. Uh, yeah, we started, we started talking about finances as a couple, I think, pretty early on because we, we moved in together quite early within our relationship, within the mm-hmm. first kind of, you know, six months really. Um, yep. And I think that's when Danny realised, oh, crap, hang on, what have I got myself into here? Um, but we've gone through different stages of money in our relationship, yep. which I think is really important. So we've gone, we've had the peaks and we've definitely had the troughs and the troughs were quite low, admittedly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and also yep. admittedly the highs were quite high when we were overseas and we're quite... You know, we're, we're okay now. I think we're okay. But that have... always brings me back to earth, that does. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I think I, I remember, but I also just... Yeah, but... I will never let us get, as a family, I will never let us get to where we were back then. Mm. Never. I feel like with a bit of hard work... Well, it's can... certainly paid off now. Yeah, it's definitely paid off. Yeah, does one person need to take charge of the budget? Absolutely. Why one, though? Like, it would be good if we both could take charge of it. If we were both on the same page, wouldn't it be better for us? Yeah, two is better than one, of course. But one's better than none, so. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, couple goals. Nikita hates managing money, but they got in early and started talking about their differences and they make it work. Okay, so you've got to talk about it. How do you even start that conversation? Like, what's the right time? In your first Tinder chat? Um, Should you be post-coital? Should it be yelling from separate rooms? Should you be texting them from the toilet? I need some help. It's me, Emily. Sensible, sensible, sensible Emily. She packs her lunch. She never runs out of toilet paper. She's so sensible. How did you get into my house? Oh, I'm always here. <laughs> and I brought something to help. 
I've got a list of questions you can ask each other to get the conversation going. They're designed by a counsellor to work out your values, your goals, your strengths and challenges around money within the relationship. You're not suggesting I have another party. This isn't one of your parties, is it? No, this is not the time for cheesels or cordial, Claire. This is really important. It's a one-on-one adult conversation. Here's a good place to start. Should we have shared bank accounts? Ooh, I like this one. What's too much to spend without checking with your partner? Oh, that'd make a really sexy Tinder profile. Swipe right on this, Claire. I'll put it on the website. It's all there for you at abc.net.au forward slash the pineapple project. Thanks, Emily. Do you know why this doesn't feel natural, talking about this stuff? Because you don't see it, do you? You never see these conversations on The Bachelor. Oh, I would like to. Imagine if instead of giving a rose, they gave this A4 sheet of questions that Emily just gave me. Ladies, in today's one-on-one date with our Bachelor, you're going to talk openly about your finances and then create a budget. I'm sorry, you're not willing to talk about your money situation. You didn't receive a rose or a pineapple. Please, take some time and say goodbye. That'd be so much more watchable. I mean, a rose dies in a week, but does financial security? No, it doesn't. This is my husband, Wade. My bachelor. And this is the conversation we didn't have ten years and two kids ago. You want me to go? Go on. All right. If you won the lotto today, what would be the first three things you would do with it? How many times have we walked the dog and you have told me what you would do with a lotto Every if you won the lotto? Every time we walk the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this idea of like this sudden influx of cash just like coming in. It's, it's a just, really fun game. It's just a fantasy. Oh, like, how about you like playing? What would you do with um, What would you do with 10 mil? That's what you play. And I'm like, imagine if we just got five grand just like that. Yeah, you're like, like mine are like, really conservative. Oh, what if we just had like a free bottle of milk? Like that's not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we can just buy milk, mate. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I would like to publicly acknowledge that you are very kind about my folly. So I will do something like I'll be like, it's time for Sylvia to have a new mattress. Let's get one today. I'll do things like that. And yeah. you're like, all right, babes. And then like a few hours later, hopefully I'll be like, yeah, she probably doesn't need a new mattress. Sorry, babe. And you'll be like, good. Yeah. So you're really nice about indulging my follies. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right that you, if you were like, I'm going to get a new $300 mattress today, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Talk to me first. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, feel I like- think we're uneven. Yeah, I think, like, you have to make the decision. But if I make the decision, then it's not, like, you can't handle, you can't process it. Your turn. Uh, Should we have shared bank accounts? What expenses are shared or individual? We have a good setup, apart from the fact that I've made a real jungle of our accounts and our credit cards and stuff. Like, I've messed it up, but we've got it right in that, we can access all accounts in theory. You yeah. don't know the logins, but I'm happy to give them to you at any point. <laughs> so we have shared accounts and then we have this one aspect, like this little bit of pocket money because yeah. we're grown-ups that have pocket money. We have pocket money and that's our one little area of like we don't have to consult to spend that and everything else we check in with each other. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a right. good arrangement, right? It's a really good arrangement. What is too much to spend without checking with your partner? Oh. 
Wow, that's a good question. Um, to be honest, I think in our current situation, I'd say ten bucks. Cool. Like that's where we're at, right? Yeah. We wouldn't go off and just go like, you know what, Claire? I really feel like a hundred and fifty dollar bottle of wine. I'm just going to go buy it. Oh, I bet you've done that. No, no of course never. you haven't. Uh, Remember when yeah. you got a KFC Tower Burger and then you like confessed that to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real confessor. I, don't, I, don't, I trust you completely. I think if you ever spent too much money, yeah, I couldn't hold it like, in. You wouldn't hold it in. You'd be like, I'm so sorry, babes. You'd be like, 15 minutes later, oh, babes. Oh, babes. <laughs> oh, he's all right. I'm glad I married him. And that's, I don't know, that is, I wonder what it would have been like to actually have that conversation when we first met. Like, apart from anything else, if I whipped that list out, would he, what have you stuck around? Who knows? I reckon what's good to discover is that we're pretty aligned and um, we know each other's flaws and I already knew he thought I was bossy. So there. So, you know, find what works for you. But the way to do that is to, to talk about it, take an interest, don't be passive, get involved. So if this is you right now... My husband's the budgeter, so he literally goes, you're spending too much or you're spending too little, so it's all up to him. I'm just like, you tell me what to do, you tell me what to spend, what our budget is, and to be honest, he's more money savvy as well. I'm a pretty bad feminist in that, like, I ask my boyfriend, like, where should I put my savings with... I don't know anything about it, and he does. And he's, like, really good about that stuff. So who manages household finances? Well, he does because he actually enjoys it. Is that true? You like it? To a degree, yeah. Like, if you'd fallen in love with a man who was rubbish at money, would you have been able to carry the loads? Yeah, I think so. I think I would have done it myself, but not enjoyed it. Probably done it because I had to rather than I want to. Yeah, no one wants to do it. Well, I do, Claire. Uh, Okay, a lot of people don't want to do it. But that's life. It's called being an adult, so get involved. Now, your challenge is to have that conversation. The conversation starters are on the website, abc.net.au forward slash The Pineapple Project. And tell me, what did you find out that you didn't know. Were there any big surprises? 07 5414. Claire, it's Emily. We had the conversation and I found out my husband and I are both making extra repayments on our mortgage. <sighs> sure you did, Emily. If you think there's someone in your life who would benefit from this show, tell them. Wait for the moment where they go to the toilet and leave their phone unlocked. Grab their phone, take 50 selfies of yourself and then read all their text messages and then subscribe to the show. You know what? Subscribe them to the show first. It is even more important than 50 selfies. You can find it in the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your very fine podcasts. I'm Claire Hooper and I'm getting better at talking to my husband about money. can't wait for you to hear the stories on the next episode. We're talking debt. The incredible stories of those who were in it. Oh God, it was a really dark time. Like it really was. Those who got out. I took my four credit cards, took a pair of scissors and I chopped them off. 
one by one in tiny little pieces. Not that it makes a difference, but it did to me. <laughs> and what to do if your debt is dire? There are always options. It's a big relief for people. Don't miss it. Roll the credits. This show was mixed by John Jacobs. All you need is love. Consulting producer is Emily Stewart. No, it's not. What about groceries, housing, medical bills? Produced by Rachel Fountain. All you need is love. The executive producer is Monique Boldy. Love is all you need. And head of ABC Audio Studios is Kelly Reardon. This is a production of ABC Audio Studios. 